This is a Village Soundcast Network original production. This is Less Than Live with Cater Die, a bi-weekly podcast about comics from all angles. I'm going to talk to you about what I'm reading and doing in the industry, as well as interviewing some of my friends and favorite creators. So come along with me on this journey into geek culture. On today's show, we're catching up with a plethora of wonderful new comics January had to offer, and then it's a very special interview with sex criminals artist Chip Zdarsky and creator of me as a person, my mom. Well, hi, everybody. Uh, It's been a while, hasn't it? Um, I went to Los Angeles for a month and we didn't do a show, and I'd like to make some kind of excuse, but I basically played Dragon Age and made out with my boyfriend and had a really good time. And I'm sorry that there wasn't an episode, but we have recorded several. We we have plans to do a bunch in my return to the frozen and horrible north, and uh, we're going to make it worth your time and your love. So I'm here and I'm back and I have been working my butt off. Uh, in the month of February, I have hopefully two comics out. Uh, the 29th issue of Bravest Warriors is coming out, and that is uh, a one-shot that is about the littlest warriors. It's basically a story of Danny's birthday when they're all kids at a uh, old money-themed Chuck E. Cheese-esque establishment called Walden P. Walrus, and it is hopefully going to be a ton of fun. Well, I know it's going to be a ton of fun because Ian's art is amazing, and there's a ball pit, and it's great. Um, also, Edward Scissorhands number four should be out this month. We don't know when. It, every time I check, it's different. But uh, I'm sure if you tell your local comic bookery that you would like Edward Scissorhands number four, they can help you out with that. Uh, what have I been doing? What have you been doing? I don't know. It's a really personal question. Um, I've been writing a lot, and I was away and uh, planning a whole bunch of projects for this year. It's this crazy time post-Christmas where everyone in the comics world is catching up on everything they did not do over Christmas. And even though now we're into February, I still feel like a lot of people are playing catch-up. So there's been that. Um, Plus, Dragon Age Inquisition has eaten up an enormous percentage of my life, and it is so good. Um, But now that I am back in Canada and the copy of it is with my paramour in Los Angeles, I have to wait and actually do work. Kate's having a contest and you might win lots of great prizes for you and your kid. Why don't you enter? You never know, you just might win, 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 win the great Kate comic contest! Um, here at the show, we have been getting a ton of submissions and awesome submissions for our contest. And uh, that contest is, I mean, it's a ton of fun if you enjoy taking pictures of yourself, which I certainly do. Um, It is a contest where you submit a photo of yourself listening to Less Than Live, which I believe you can do if you have more than one camera in your life, or if you have a camera on your computer that can take a picture of you listening to your iPhone or whatever. I I mean, I don't don't, know. There's cameras and everything these days. So if you want to contribute to our contest, you can. You can send a photo of yourself listening to the show or get creative with that idea. Interpret it as you wish. Obviously, we're looking for creativity and inventiveness in these submissions. And you can send them to us on Twitter at LTLcast. Or even better, you can send them to us at lessthanlivewithkateordie at gmail.com. We need to have some kind of a mailing address because if we pick you as a winner, not only do you get... uh, to be 
have a brief guest spot on the air, or if you're shy, we can do a private interview. Um, but you you might get a cool gift pack of comics catered to your personal interests. I'll talk to you. I'll see what you're into. And I'll be like, no, nah, you'd like this and send you some stuff. So that's really, really awesome. And that's been kind of going on behind the scenes. And we've been working with that. And yeah, I've, <laughs> there's been some pretty crazy and ridiculous images sent to us. So thank you, everybody, and uh, continue to send them in. We will be cutting off um, the applications within the week or so, and we will announce the winner on the next episode. So if you are listening to this, it's very early in February, and if you wanted to submit, do it. Like, do it now. Like, do it today. Like, put down the phone and pause it. And, well, I mean, you could be listening to it because that's the picture. Anyway, you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> So do that, and we'll look them over, and uh, there'll be a big uh, segment for that on our next exciting episode. Um, yeah, it's pretty much been a month of catching up on comics. Um, a ton of cool new stuff has been coming out from Image, as is the regular. Image Expo happened, and a whole bunch of really cool projects were announced. I can't even begin to name them all. I am extremely excited for Paper Girls, the series that was announced from Brian K. Vaughn and Cliff Chang, who are, like, two of my favorite people. I could hardly even believe that uh, they were working together. It's kind of a, it's a dream team for me. I mean, Brian K. Vaughn is the author of Saga and Pride of Baghdad, and Cliff Chang was the most recent artist of the revamped New 52 Wonder Woman with Brian Azzarello. And Cliff's work has been, you know, I, I've loved his stuff for a really, really long time, so I'm super excited about that. Um, it's great, you know, more work from Scott Snyder. Is A ton of projects were announced. Um, and Chip Starsky, who we talked to a little bit later in the show, announced a new series with Kega McLeod called Captara, which we will talk more about. And that's, I think that's, it's just going to be really great. So a lot of that happened while I was away, and I got excited about it, and uh, spent some time at my L.A. regular shop, Secret Headquarters, picking up things and uh, basically enjoying the sun because, oh, my God, it's a horrible frozen <laughs> nightmare scape where we are. But what have I been reading? Let's get to that. What is Kate reading? What am I reading now? What is Kate reading? for a month and obviously a lot of things have come out so I tried to boil it down to the few things that I've picked up that uh, really stuck out or series that I'm really getting into as I'm as I'm reading them um, but before I get into that I would uh, like to recommend that if you are a person who enjoys the internet which I think are you know, most of us um, take a look at hourly comics day now when I'm recording that it was two days ago um, February 2nd, I think this year, was Hourly Comics Day, Super Bowl Sunday. And what Hourly Comics Day is, is it was created by John Campbell about a decade ago. And it is the tradition of, if you are a cartoonist, uh, drawing a comic for every hour that you are awake. And people post them online. And originally it was posted on a message board, but the thing has kind of exploded and grown far beyond the reach of a sort of small uh, community activity to a thing that, you know, every people all over the world and in all different aspects of cartooning participate in. And you can find them online. You can look up hourly comics or hourlies. Um, and, you know, the different search methods that you use will find different comics. But there's so many incredible ones. And people from 
every level of comics and cartooning participate in it, and they are so much fun. I love autobiographical comics, how I got started, and and, uh, Kate Beaton has done a bunch of them, not this year, but in previous years, and I always really, really loved the idea of them, and... uh, Every year, different people participate. And this year, there were some really great ones. Uh, Emily Carroll, who I talk about nearly always, and uh, <laughs> she did some really, really great ones. Uh, there's a, a girl named uh, Sam who goes under the name of Boom uh, and has a comic called Boomeries. That's B-O-U-M-E-R-I-E-S. And uh, she did some amazing ones, uh, a lot of them involving her wonderful daughter, Margot. So that was really great. Raina Telgemeier of the constantly best-selling graphic novels smile and drama and sisters did some really fun ones um my friend caroline breo did some that's b-r-e-a-u-l-t and those are really great Uh, my friend matt cummings did some too lauren jordan tons of people basically anyone that you might follow online who's into comics that wasn't under a deadline or traveling did hourly comics and uh it's something that you probably saw if you're involved in that sphere of social media it kind of trickles down but if not definitely look them up because it's a ton of fun in terms of printed comics so much stuff is coming out there's so much good right now and i think there's so much announced for this year and and it it just I, i love comics i love comics so much Right now, I'm really, really loving a couple of titles. Now, next episode, we are going to be talking to Ryan North and Erica Henderson of Squirrel Girl, the unbeatable Squirrel Girl, which is the new series from Marvel. It's a revamp on an older character, and I cannot recommend it highly enough. Ryan North is one of my favorite people and has been writing his webcomic Dinosaur Comics for over a decade, in which he uses the same set of pieces of dinosaur-based clip art and changes the text. Uh, He's a writer, and so this was his way of making comics without illustrating, basically. And it's brilliant. And for five days a week, over a decade, the fact that every single one of his comics is hilarious just goes to show how incredibly brilliant Ryan is. And uh, he did the first 35 issues of Adventure Time uh, from Boom Studios, and they are all incredible And now he's writing The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. And I cannot remember the last time, other than reading Sex Criminals, that I've laughed so much at a single issue of a print comic. Um, I was in L.A. when I read it and sort of took my sit down at a super overpriced coffee shop and opened up Squirrel Girl and lost my mind. Uh, I did a piece for Comics Alliance basically about how awesome Erica Henderson's drawings of butts are. (laughs) (laughs) And I totally stand by it because they're amazing. Erica is somebody I also really love. She's part of this same crew of artists uh, in and around Somerville, Massachusetts, that is just, they're so great. I mean, she's friends with Mick Doyle and and Joe Canones and Maris Wicks and all these guys. They're so great and all of them are so talented. And I'm so happy that she's working on this title and getting the recognition that she totally deserves. So it's really, really great. Definitely pick up The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, number one. And we'll we'll talk about it a lot more next episode. But I just want to get you prepped. Because if you're not ready, get ready. It's so good. Um, on a totally different note, let's talk about the uh, filth-named titles. Um, Sex Criminals, number 10. Uh, Chip Zdarsky is coming up later on the episode. And he is delightful. Uh, it's he and Matt Fraction's 10th issue um, of their sex romp. And it is 
real sad. Issue 10 is really sad. It uh, deals a lot with depression and mental health issues. And uh, it's it's great, but like there's still the hilarious dildo jokes that you could expect, but also some, some really deep stuff that had me kind of sitting down and going, whoa, shit. <laughs> Which... If a comic can't give you that, why 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 would you read it? Um, that's I'm just kidding. Squirrel Girl doesn't have any. Anyway, um, Bitch Planet number two from Kelly Sue DeConnick and Valentine Delandro is uh, that comic is a hell of a comic. I cannot believe what a giant sparkly glaring middle finger to the patriarchy <laughs> that comic is. And every time I read it, I think that. Kelly Sue's going to pull punches or file down the corners, because not because I think that of her, but because I think that's what I would do, because you have that fear of the backlash of, of people not all menning you and, and doxing you and burning down your house. So uh, every time I read it, it makes me want to be more real and honest and uh, less afraid making art. And, and I, you know, I don't know how else to say it without... Um, saying it like that, it's just, it's so good and so raw and so needed. And I just, I just really love it. So if you're interested in reading a comic about a uh, prison colony in space for women who are deemed not compliant enough to be part of polite society, you should check it out because it's really, really great. <laughs> the Kitchen number three came out, which is from Ollie Masters and Ming Doyle with amazing covers by Becky Cloonan. And uh, that is a story that I, I've talked about a little bit before of 1970s uh, wives of crime bosses and criminals, basically, who take over their beat when they're all sent to jail. Keeps getting rougher, keeps getting tougher, and the women in it keep getting more interesting. So uh, I'm 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 pretty I'm pretty into this series. I, I'm I'm pretty keen to see where it goes because it looks like stuff could go pretty far off the rails. And Ming Doyle's art, obviously, is. Second to none. Jordi Belair is coloring that. Jordi Belair is also coloring They're Not Like Us, which is an incredibly promising new series from Image. It's Eric Stevenson and Simon Gain is drawing it. Um, some really gorgeous stuff about basically an X-Men without morals. It's a, a super team that has similar powers, telekinesis, and, you know, the ability to influence thoughts. Um, mutant powers of a sort, but they just fuck with people. <laughs> and they don't care and they'll do whatever they want because they're better than everyone else and um a girl with overwhelming telepathic abilities that she's unable to control is taken in by this group and without spoiling anything um her you know morals clash with theirs so it's very interesting absolutely beautiful the design of the book itself the end the last page of the first issue you're like oh damn uh so check that out really really beautiful um rumble is a great new series from john arcudi and james heron i talked about issue one last time but it's keeping up it's some really cool stuff the demon design in this book is really awesome it's one of those kind of ordinary guy in extraordinary circumstances books but um the art style is very cool and yeah it just just some fun supernatural fantasy within you know, a real world setting. So that is very, very cool. Uh, Gotham Academy number four came out from Becky Cloonan, Carl Kershaw, Brendan Fletcher, everybody. There's a lot of names on that cover and they are all wonderful people. This comic is super great. Um, 
occasionally finding it linearly a little hard to keep up with. No offense, guys. I love you. Um, but it's really, really neat. Uh, I'm saying really a lot this episode, aren't I? I really, really love comics. <laughs> Gotham Academy is a mystery boarding school, kind of supernatural Gotham story. And there may or may not be ghosts. So look into it because it's pretty rad. And, you know, it, it's fun to have a story of um, characters and, and girls that you might not normally see spearheading a comic. So that's really awesome. Uh, also picked up outside of normal uh, publication, but... Um, uh, Frontier Number no. 6, which is a series put out by Youth in Decline, where every issue is done by a different artist. This is a small publisher. It's independent stuff. Um, it's uh, – <laughs> um, so Emily Carroll did issue 6, and it is a story about Anne Under the Bed, which is a part history, part urban legend story from Ontario. And it's something that I actually knew about growing, growing up, and it's very – very spooky, as you would expect from Emily Carroll, um, but a great kind of one-and-done story. And the whole Frontier series is really cool. Each issue spotlights a different creator, a different cartoonist, and they're very, very great. So definitely look those up. Frontier from Youth in Decline. I read a lot. I can't get to everything. The interview that we did this episode is a long one. It's an exciting one. <laughs> I talked to Chip Zdarsky of Sex Criminals, of Howard the Duck, of the upcoming, well, Howard the Duck is also upcoming, but uh, also of the upcoming Captara with Kagan McLeod. Howard the Duck is going to be with Joe Canones and Sex Criminals is with Matt Fraction. I've wanted to talk to Chip for a while and I finally got him this episode and I figured if I'm going to do it, I might as well rope in the person he is always talking to me about, which is my mom. So we'll get to that in just a second. It's a real weird one, but it's really fun. Are you ready for this? you haven't heard, Less Than Life has launched a Patreon. If you want to know what that is, good news, I'm going to tell you. A Patreon is a monthly subscription service or uh, kind of a crowdfunding platform where if you like this show, you can support it financially with money, uh, which is really great because this show is, it costs a little bit of money to make. Uh, it's, you know, it, we do it in a real recording studio and the guys here make those amazing songs. And everything that I'm saying right now, you can watch me say better and with video on uh, the actual Patreon page. It is patreon.com slash less than live. And there you can find out what it's all about. So pretty much you can choose an amount of money, if you're interested, uh, to pledge to us monthly. And for those specific amounts of money at different levels and different amounts, you will get different rewards. Um, you can get a voicemail message from me. You can subscribe to get a biannual package of goodies and swag. Uh, you can have advanced access to what guests we're going to have on the show, uh, to ask questions. And these things are going to change and develop as we go along, and we're going to invent new things. And I just really want to make it kind of a cool, interactive, behind-the-scenes experience and uh, to show you know people who, who do subscribe and who do support the show a little bit extra and, uh, and you know get you all involved. So you can check that out, again, at patreon.com. That's patron with an E in it, uh, slash less than live. And uh, donate a little bit of money. If, if you want, that'd be cool. 
This week we are talking to a dear friend of mine, uh, Chip Zdarsky, who is the artist of Sex Criminals and also the upco- uh, upcoming Captara from Image Comics. Um, yeah. Hi, Chip. Hey, I'm uh, I'm uh, just in the middle of my workout. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> how's that going? Uh, it's good. Yeah. Cool. Just a second. I'm just finishing up. Like, you don't want to interrupt a workout? No, I understand. Or else you get <laughs> there or something. <sighs> Yeah. Oh, no, no oh. I feel it. Are you? What are you doing? Oh, are you lifting? Just you stretches. Pressing stretches. Just, just stretches. Well, why? Yeah. Why are you making yeah. those sounds then? That's you don't when you stretch. Those were like heavy lifting sounds. Well, you know, it's how I stretch. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I that's. Go, I go hard. That okay. That's fine. I go hard. I go hard. I get it. I get it. Uh, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Uh, sweaty, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a little intense, but do you yeah. want to um, describe it? I mean, obviously, this is like an auditory medium. Well, it's like I mean, it's glistening. Yeah. Um, and it's dribbling. Okay. Is that a sexy word, dribbling? Uh, I I think it depends on the context. Uh, yeah, it's dribbling down the contours of my body, but it kind of stops at my gut. Okay. Uh, is it acting as like a shelf? Yeah, that's exactly. Okay. It's like a it's like a bit of a, a glistening sweat shelf. Good. And, uh, yeah. Good. And it just stays there until like it evaporates, like out in the sun. Okay. Like like if I just go back to work right now, it's mm-hmm. just like a sweat shelf right there. Okay. And I actually have to go outside. Mm-hmm. But question is is there sun where you are? No, that's a, no, that's the thing. So this is here all night. Yeah. Oh. oh okay. This is here all night. The showering's so, not an option. Yeah. <laughs> no, if you if you shower, you do away with all the work you did working out. Okay, everyone everyone knows that. Okay, what's That's wrong cool. with you? No, I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'm I'm not as physically fit. I don't know how they do it in L.A. <laughs> Everyone's like super fit. They actually are. It's it's yeah. kind of weird. Yeah. It's weird. Los Angeles I was, is. Very, I was there once. It's very strange. You definitely mm. feel like you have accidentally wandered onto. A, a photo shoot a lot of the time just like at the grocery store it's very very pretty everyone's so pretty yeah and everyone drives yeah which i don't no same here oh yeah so did i ever tell you did I ever tell you about the time i went to la uh no um so uh i don't know if you recall this thing i did uh a long time ago uh the petals fall twice no it, it's like it's like a, this one page of erotica okay I did a one-page uh, series of uh, jokes. Um, well, I did one of those, and it took off. And then I got a call from Fox Animation uh, basically saying, hey, we like that. You're funny. And it turns out you can also draw. Maybe you should pitch us TV shows. Mm. I'm like, oh, okay, sure. So I, I put together a bunch of pitches, and we went back and forth. And they're like, oh, you should come on out to L.A. I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Obviously, when I'm there, I don't drive, uh, but I had to meet them on the Fox lot, which is just like kind of like the lots from like Pee Wee's Big Adventure, yeah. where you burst through the security gate, and it's like a walled city. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 
because I don't drive, a taxi dropped me off in front of the lot. I just kind of waited out in the sun for my time. Mm-hmm. And then I got in line with the cars <laughs> as as if I was like a teenager yep. going through like a McDonald's drive through after hours. Mm-hmm. And so I just like move along with the cars and like make kind of jokey beeping sounds. Uh, and the security guard wasn't really happy mm-hmm. with me. But yeah. And so, yeah, I, I got in there and I, I had a meeting and then um, it took about 15 minutes to realize that they just wanted me to uh, redo Family Guy. And oh, okay. That's kind of when I just zoned out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was my entire Hollywood adventure. It's really, it's a really weird town, especially when you don't drive. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I'm there a lot now, and it, I feel very out of place. I mean, I like it because it's really warm, and the Mexican food is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and right now we have like four feet of snow here. I don't know what it's like in Toronto at the moment. Um, yeah, yeah, roughly that. Yeah, it's really bad. So going there is is pretty cool, even when it's boring. It's warm, <laughs> but it it is like yeah, a weird yeah. a weird city, and you're constantly driving by things where you didn't know they actually existed, or that it was maybe in a movie or something. Yeah, you have a sense memory of it, like this mm-hmm. feels familiar, but yeah. yeah, you don't know exactly. Apparently, I've had shawarma in the uh, restaurant where Joss Whedon and Samuel L. Jackson go to have shawarma. Or maybe it wasn't Samuel L. Jackson. Maybe it was somebody else. But Joss Whedon really likes the shawarma place, and that's why it was in the Avengers. Ooh, do they have, like, a sign there that said that? You would think that they do, but they don't. It's just it's just <laughs> the shawarma just, place. it's L.A. Yeah. Because it's L.A. They don't put the signs up. No, they don't want you to know. No, it's no, this whole of thing. Um, So, Chip, you draw a comic. I, I, I doodle, I dabble. You dabble? I dabble? You dabble in a comic called Sex Criminals? Yeah, yeah. That is your profession? Mm-hmm. Or a, a part of it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's very exciting. And that yeah. the, the 10th issue of that just came out. And is the, the trade paperback of that coming out soon? Must be? Um, like. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be within the next couple of weeks. Cool. Um, I, should be, I should be getting a whole stack of them this week. So That's exciting. Yeah. Wow. Two trades. Yeah. Finally did it. You finally did it. And you yeah. are one trade away from having a hardcover just like Saga. Yeah. And I'm well, extremely no, curious if you're if you guys are just what, oh, it'll be done? No, we're gonna jump the gun on it. We're oh. we're we're collecting the two trades into an oversized hardcover. Oh, sweet. So is yeah. it I I've, I've been really curious since the saga hardcover came out, um, because obviously they went balls out and had the boob out. It's not ball like boob instead of balls, but um boob out on that cover so how do you guys feel like you're going to challenge that yeah we're just not you're just um, not oh okay <laughs> you know what you think you think the boob out is the ballsiest move on that cover but it's not what is the, the ballsiest f- move the fact that the back of it has nothing on it does it really like, nothing oh wow. it's just it's just blue oh i, um, I remember that. i i went to the comic shop and i saw it and i just started laughing i'm like i'm like how cocky is that? That's really put, cocky. Put out your book with nothing on it except for the breastfeeding on the front and the word saga. Mm-hmm. Like no one, no one in a bookstore is ever going to like unwrap that thing. Oh yeah, I guess because a lot of the hardcovers are probably shrink wrapped. That's yeah, so funny. Yeah. But it's uh, but that is really like, ballsy. It's so ballsy. And when I was at Image Expo, I got to talk to um, my good personal friend Brian K. Vaughn. Oh yeah. Um, I call him Kayvon. Kayvon, right. Um, 
and and I said to him like you know that that was that's an insane move like my instinct when I saw it was just to like start writing the plot of the book on <laughs> the back of it I'm like how, like why did you do that he's like uh you know I'm just boy I'm writing those is so hard and I just got really lazy so I just didn't do it like what that's amazing here I am thinking like oh he's just a genius he's just like mic dropping on the mm-hmm. book industry but no it's just just kind of lazy are you guys gonna have uh the letters columns in the the big supersized hardcover no we talked about that but uh um I, I like the fact that they, they're just in the issues. Oh, I do too. Like it makes them feel yeah. more special. Yeah. And and also it would just be like I added it up and it would be like 100 pages of just letters. There are a lot. I mean, you guys have like yeah. seven or eight pages of letters in every issue at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little crazy. So when you actually add them up, there's just there's no way. So I think that they're just going to remain in the issues and people have to buy the issues. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, you know, there's enough printings of each yeah. one. Uh, but oh, I, I was going to say the uh, the cover of the collection because it's called Big Hard Sex Criminals, right? And we designed it so uh, the image eye is like the head of the penis, right? Of course. So that that that's our yeah, that's our okay. that's, how, how that's we're good. dealing with the 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 breastfeeding gauntlet being thrown down. <sighs> So um, I'm going to back up for a brief second on the off chance that any single person listening to this doesn't know uh, who you are or what Sex Criminals is, even though that would make no sense because I talk about it in basically yeah. every episode. I appreciate it. Uh, I do appreciate my best. It. I do my best. I'm a, big, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. This shit's genuine, Chip. I got love. Um, I so love Sex Criminals Aww. is a comic. I'm going to do it. I'm going to give the overview while you're right here. Um, right. It's a comic that uh, your your good friend and life partner, Matt Fraction, um. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, a guy named Matt Fraction and yeah. yourself write and draw uh, about a couple that when they have sex, or specifically when they have orgasms, because people usually say when they have sex, stop time. But I think that's really missing out on the subtle nuance. Um, it is because I'm 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 into edging. Yeah. Of so course. yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense for me. I haven't actually had an orgasm in like three years. So yeah. why would you? You had Why, so much yeah, work exactly, to do. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. I I enjoy. I prefer the suffering. Um. So that is what the comic is about. It's two people that when they have orgasms, they stop time. It's. I mean, obviously, spoilers. It's become more than two people. Um. <gasps> so, sorry, we're up to issue ten. I can start talking about that stuff. Um. And uh, it is a an incredibly wonderful comic that also happens to be extremely focused on depression right now, uh, which I'm I'm also into. It's it's a people, weird. People are so into depression. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Comics about depression just fly off the shelves. Everyone's it's talking really, about it. It's great. You hook people with the dildo jokes and you keep them with the hardcore uh, explorations of uh, the sadder parts of the psyche. It kind of sums up kind of my relationships. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I hook them with the dildo jokes. Then ta-da, here's some depression. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that real hard. Um and in this comic, you'll see what I'm doing here, Chip. I'm queuing it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, in yeah. this comic, in these letters pages that I uh, that I mentioned just moments ago, uh, one time you had a you had an, in issue six, you featured a number of moms reading sex criminals. They're my favorites. And my mom was in there. She's my favorite of the favorites. Is she your favorite? Yes. Are you excited, Chip? 
I am very excited. I'm nervous. Are you nervous? Yeah. I mean, it's not. I mean, you and I aren't dating. No. You know, you you your heart belongs to another. Yes. J Lamb. J Lamb. I um, love that people are calling him that now. <laughs> he's so excited. McKelvey tweeted that, and he was just like, "I have a nickname." <laughs> <laughs> he's such a precious angel. Um, but yeah, so it's like I mean, but I'm still nervous to me. Yeah. Well, I've never had her on the on the show before, so there you go. Well, they're, they're, so everyone's nervous here. We're gonna make it happen. Oh Jesus! You ready to? Yeah. All right. Let's bring her. Let's bring in my mom. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna make magic happen right now. Okay. Oh, we're dialing. You can hear it. Oh my God. You can hear it. Hi. Hi, mom. <laughs> Is this actually happening? Hey, it's both of you. Hi. <laughs> this is Adventures in Skype. <laughs> yeah, we're all figuring it out. So Chip, Chip, meet my mom. Hey. Hi, mom, hey. meet Chip. Can I call you Kate's mom or should I call you mommy or should I call you, you, you K-mom? Me, well, you know, my name is Suze. <laughs> okay. You, you, yeah. can, you can call me mommy if it really cranks your boat yeah. there. Oh, really? Suze is a bit too familiar for me. I'm going to call you okay. mommy. Okay, so that's fine. It's going to have to change when we get married, though. <laughs> nope. nope. Absolutely not. So she's you just going to be... You clearly have no insight into my mommy past Starsky. relationships. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> not beyond what I read in, in what you write, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Mom, my, I mean, Matt writes the words. Chip draws the pictures. Oh, but I'm Chip, so sorry. Chip's responsible for, I think, a lot of the, the filthier uh, visual jokes. Mm. I think? Yeah. Is it right to give you credit for that, Chip? Yeah, that's, that is that is accurate. That's accurate. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm responsible for the, the filthy stuff. I'm so sorry, Mommy. That's okay. <laughs> that's probably some of the most enjoyable. <laughs> Oh, you. Oh, I know. <laughs> what a scamp. <laughs> so, so, Kate, um, are, you, are you interviewing both of us? Uh, I'm going to interview both of you. Uh, well, not really interviewing both of you, but I'm just sort of uh, stimulating the conversation. I feel really weird that I use that word now. My mom's here. Um, <laughs> hi, Mom. <laughs> hi, sweetie. So this is my mom, everyone. My mom's name is uh, Sue, although Chip... We'll call her mommy. I don't even like saying that word. Um, I never really realized when I set this up how uncomfortable this would be for me. Uh, yeah. But I'm really glad that I'm making it happen and I'm going to power through. That's gracious. You, me, your mommy. It's fine. It's just not creepy at all. No, definitely not. Um, the so, fun part is so I Kate, do. Yeah, uh, yeah, go ahead. Kate, mm-hmm. are you comfortable? I, I was going to ask you a lot of kind of questions about your sex life. Mm. <laughs> now, is that Okay. I don't yeah. have it. I and... just like ask tail questions. Mm, no. Oh, okay. All right. No, I just yeah. All right. Forget it. <sighs> well, if you don't have the details, you can go online. Quite a bit of it is out there. Oh wow! Thanks, mom. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Yeah, you can. How does that, how does that make you feel, mommy? <sighs> this is not what this is supposed to be about. Is is this when I tell you about the the uh, coasts uh, oh, honor God. that they gave Kate? <laughs> I'm sorry. The only time I've ever been, actually, well, the only other time I got one of those, like, most promising young people in Halifax Awards, but the one everyone remembers is the time (laughs) that I was voted one of Halifax's 10 most doable people. Mm -hmm. Makes a mommy proud. (laughs) 
oh. really advanced wow, the Chronicles for a city really too down, yeah. to have that as a category, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. Halifax. Mm. Yeah. I was right up there with Matt Mays and like uh, Joel Plaskett and then <laughs> yeah. me as yeah. people uh, that the Halifax wants to have sexy times with. So, yeah. so how do they how do they determine like who is the top of the doables? Do they throw you all in like a ring and they ask you to just start having sex? No. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I think it was a write-in vote. Yeah, they have like a section okay. that's just like who in Halifax is your biggest like crush kind of thing. And apparently, I made the list. Mm, wow, quite an accomplishment. That's, that's... I plan on using that on my visa application. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that two fifty yeah. get you on the, on the bus. <laughs> um. So, mom, you uh, you are my mom. Yes. And you live here uh, in town with me. In Nova Scotia, and you've known me all my life, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah, most, most, most of your life. <laughs> most of my life. Um, and Chip, you are a, a, a comic artist and writer from mm-hmm. Toronto. So now everyone yeah. knows all the details. There's not really much more to know. Everyone should know that my mom has a mohawk and is really cool. Uh, my mom has a has a weird following on Twitter on account and, of everything. I've, I've known you all your life. Chip, you've also known me all of my life. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that should be mentioned. <laughs> Very proud. Uh, and my mom is a big fan of your comic, Chip. Yep, it's Aww. true. Yeah, I actually Aww. just reread them. I have the issue that you guys signed for me framed up in my living room wall <laughs> next to a birthday card that Kate drew for me and a picture of a llama in the back of a taxi cab. It's wow, true. that is a high honor. It be. is. <laughs> It's very uh-huh. exciting. Mom was really happy when I brought that for her. Yeah, it was That's awesome. Amazing. Well, we were voted most doable comic. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it makes sense that you would gravitate towards it. Yeah. <laughs> that was a personal experience type thing, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I think you are. I mean, my mom. My mom's a cool mom. You're a cool mom, mom. Um, Thanks. But you. Sex Criminals is one of the few monthly comics that you read, like, on the regular. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I have a hard time describing it to people at work, too. So I tend to do a very generic thing because a lot of the people I work with I don't think would get it, if yeah. that's a viable expression. I Your tell coworkers. people that it's about two people who, when they have sexy times, they can make time stop and then they go and they do bad things to make money for to help save the library. And people look at me like I'm from Mars and they go, yeah, the weather's pretty bad today, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've given up describing it to people. It is really hard because you, you can't, a lot of the people I work with probably wouldn't enjoy it. Not that I haven't tried to promote it. I did wear my Brimper shirt to work one day. This is true. Away with it. I tried that's so hard to convince mom to do it, and she did it. Brimper's even harder to describe to people. Like, at least yeah. a comic can kind of, like, sum it up, but then, yeah. Yeah. like, when I well, wear my shirt out and somebody asks me about it. I tend to just say it's it's from a comic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really want to get into it with some people. but yeah. I, I tell people it's a band. Yeah, oh, that's an awesome way to do it. I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's this cool new band. The long hair band, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very provocative yeah. stage performance, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like I don't, I, I, I rarely mention the book. Um, 
in public, mm-hmm. uh, and especially like if I'm if I'm going to a convention in the states, if I'm going through customs and they ask me what I do, I always just tell them, um, "Oh, you know, The Walking Dead." <laughs> uh, yeah, I work for that company. Yeah, that's that's that that's all true works. though. Yeah, one hundred percent of customs agents are totally on board with The Walking Dead. Yeah, isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah, it's a totally it's a show for like security guys and cops because. Yeah. Because they're all imagining themselves in that situation. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, oh, yeah, the world ends. You know, I'll be top dog and I'll have all my guns and stuff. So, yeah, they're, they're the best people to mention Walking Dead, too. <laughs> you just coast on through security. I always wear my Batman T-shirt because I feel like that's the thing that when people are like, oh, you work in comics. And then I point at my Batman shirt. They're like, oh, she's just a nerd. Yeah. And then nobody cares. Or if people have kids, they know what Adventure Time is. But if they don't, they don't know what yeah. i do or understand it <laughs> yeah just stealing jobs from americans yeah that's what we do professionally yeah. we yeah. steal jobs from yeah. americans <laughs> well you know i just go around and, and put anytime i find kate's work at at uh regular uh bookstores okay we're not talking at comic shops but at regular yeah. bookstores i tend to put it up on the top shelf and you know <laughs> facing out and that sort of stuff you know but when people ask me what she does for a living it's like hmm oh she's in the comics industry is basically as far as i get so that's pretty much because i do too many i do a lot of things kind of well instead of focusing on anyone no but it's great you've got like you've got a bunch of credit so and Mm -hmm. you know if somebody says like fraggle rock everyone's like oh i know what that is Mm -hmm. everyone says their hands they're like oh dad they totally get that Bravest Warriors, you know. Nobody knows what um, that is. That's fine. Yeah, but like, because ever since I ever since I got the Howard, the Duck gig. Oh yeah. Now now I have something really? I can tell people. Oh mom, did you not know Chip's gonna be writing <laughs> Howard the Duck? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm rebooting him for a new sexier generation. <laughs> I think you just made my mom's day. <laughs> oh, I think so. Oh my god, that's hysterical! I can't wait for that. Yeah, me too. You'll have uh, to send me an advanced copy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mom's totally really trying to milk you for benefits right yeah. now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, ever since ever since that was announced, like now everyone knows what I do. Yeah. You know, like I can I can mention that to anyone. They'll go, oh, okay, yeah. Like instead of having to describe sex criminals, I can yeah. just use Howard as my calling card now. Yeah. Yeah, as if it's like even more, I don't know. Out there, then. Yeah. <laughs> Sex I know that's a thing. It's like ordinary or something, you know. Um, <laughs> Acceptable to so, the uh, mom, mom, mommy. Yes, yeah, dear. Uh, <laughs> I, I just want to ask you, like, like this must be crazy for you watching over the past few years, Kate blow up like this. Oh, uh, like, is... how does it feel? It is oh, so awesome. I am so impressed by this girl. Oh, guys. I, I just, I cannot get over how she goes after what she wants and and makes it happen. It just, it blows me away. It really yeah. does. I'm, I'm extremely proud of her. Oh, okay. what's, what's your earliest memory of Kate um, <laughs> being creative, either in writing or art? <laughs> well, when she was little, the night that Elvis Presley's granddaughter was born, she sang all night. What? So, I, think, I yep. didn't know that. Uh, I don't know. You were very old, mate. I think you were under a year. 
Wow. And you were, you were we got the little nursery monitor thing, right? Oh and Elvis's granddaughter's being born, and you're out there talking to Elvis, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then you sang, la, 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 la. Oh, like, that's why. This, is that where the thing where you're talking, talking to Elvis? Elvis. That's exactly oh. where it comes from. That's so weird because yeah. they. Wow. My, my oh. mom would say that when I was a kid, when I was like babbling to myself, and I never knew what it meant. Talking to Elvis. Plus, you also used to do operettas in the bathroom. That's true. I still do. Yeah. I still sing in the bathroom a lot. And the the Barbie stories were very creative. (laughs) Well, this is the thing I always tell people, which I attribute to my uh, lack of being a straight person, is that I never had Ken dolls when I was a kid, so I had butch Barbies. (laughs) So I was allowed to have Barbies when I was little. My mother didn't like them. Yeah. So... I didn't have that type of toy to play with. So when you came along and you wanted a Barbie, I was like, yeah, yeah. You never asked for a can, so I never bought you one. <laughs> That's, that seems pretty I accurate. You know, you weren't interested, and there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely did, because I remember specifically having one Barbie that I cut all her hair off, and she yep. had a baseball uniform. Yep. And she yep. was the boy Yep. when I was a kid. She was everyone's boyfriend. Wow. Yep. Yeah. That. that's amazing yeah that's really funny i did not expect this uh interview to to turn around um i actually have so we have a patreon uh as many comics people do or podcast people do and i asked people to pose some questions for either or both of you um oh, so do right. you do you mind if i pose a few of them Go uh, yeah i mind i want to vet all questions you know that <laughs> chip it's too late you know honey you can just say no just say no. Isn't that mommy, what the president's wife used to say? Just I, I'll, I'll never say no, mommy. <laughs> All right, Kate. You can ask them. Okay, so I'm going to ask you each a question, um, and then it can become a conversation. So, I'll, Chip, I will ask you a question. Don't start answering it until I ask mom a question. Okay? Wow. Right. Please. Please. Okay, okay we're going to do it anyway. So the question from uh, this this person named Matt asked a question. Uh, what are your favorite comics? Can I answer this now? Can no, you cannot. No. <laughs> no. Okay. No, sorry. That was my bad. All right. Say it again. The question was, what are your current favorite comic titles? And the question for my mom is uh, basically the same. Or have you always, with also the caveat of have you almost, have you always been interested in comics? And also they asked, mom, they really want to know things from you. People really want to get to know you, mom, uh, is do you have any favorite superhero or science fiction movies? Let all of these questions meld together and just let the answers blossom forth from you in a, in a very natural way. Hmm. I shouldn't have done that. That's not a good way to interview people. I've always liked comics always i as a kid i i mean i've talked to kate about this before brenda star yeah (laughs) yeah star reporter man i followed that all the time i never really did get into apartment 3g but it was out there you know um dunesbury Oh, my God. Doonesbury growing up was one of the best things I remember ever. you always had those around, and I could not understand yeah. why you liked yeah. them, because they were so well, sad. I was but they're always political. Doonesbury. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, I have still have original Pogo books from when I was oh, a wow. kid that my mom bought. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I'd like and anything as far as the movie thing or sci-fi thing, I like anything sci-fi, I'm good. You also really <laughs> like the far side and Calvin and Hobbes too. Cause that's oh, what yeah. you raised me oh, on. Oh yeah. They, um, we, <laughs> 
it's funny that um, the far side's always been one of my big favorites because it, you just sort of seem to get exactly what he said, and everybody did. It, it was a common denominator for people from all different kinds of backgrounds, you know, and you knew that if they got the far side, that you could be okay hanging out with them. You know? <laughs> this is the way that I feel about sex criminals now. It's like... <laughs> it's the way I feel about Garfield, so... It's true. Oh, my God. We haven't even brought up Garfield. So, Chip, obviously your answer to your favorite comic book is Garfield. Well, it's, yeah, I consider it more of a strip than a book. That's true. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, currently, I'm always really behind on comic. Mm-hmm. I think everyone who makes comics like, is I always behind on pilgrimage. reading comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because like, once you kind of start getting into it as a professional and you make friends with comic creators, you feel like you have to read all of their stuff. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of have to go through all that before you get to anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so besides like Matt and Kelly Sue stuff, which I love, um saga it's it's kind mm-hmm. of my my top choice um it's funny i bought the first trade back when i had to put together our first trade just because i knew it looked really nice and i was like uh i need to see how people did it <laughs> and so i picked it up and just like read it all in one sitting and then immediately went back to the comic shop and bought volume two because mm-hmm. it was so good it's like candy mm-hmm. that, that series is like candy yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Really good. Um, yeah, yeah. Have I got that's... you to read Saga, Mom? No. What? What? No. no. What a bad daughter. I know. <laughs> Failure. Well, as a now, human being. come on. Now she did. I got the second Black Sad for Christmas. Oh, that's true. Okay. Even though I hinted a great deal for a lot more of Fatal, but <laughs> we'll get you Fatal. We'll get you Fatal. Like we'll get you Fatal. <laughs> we were out of the volume that you needed next at work, so we went with Black Sad. <laughs> I love that. The volume I needed. And she thinks it's that. She does that. It's like, you need this. You need this. You really need to read this, Mom. (laughs) I'm like a greater comics pimp than I am a comics creator. I'm like, (laughs) it is the greatest joy in my life. I was in secret headquarters in Los Angeles, and I started selling books to other people that were there. (laughs) Just being like some guy looking at Saga, and I was like, you should really read that. It's really good. (laughs) I have a problem. Is it it weird for you not working at the shop anymore? It's super weird because I came back from being in Los Angeles for a couple weeks and because I have to pay full price when I'm there uh, (laughs) because my comic book store is is one of the greatest comic book stores on the planet and and I will always feel that way. That is true. But they have a thing where if you work there for any length of time, you get the staff discount for life. Um, Really? It's awesome. It's just this. I mean, I think if you worked there for a day, it wouldn't count. But, you know, I was there for four years so yeah you know so going and buying four comic books and it being twenty dollars i was just like how do people do this <laughs> this is so expensive um so well, i only you bought can write it all off well yeah which is cool but at the time i still have to you know spend the money um yeah. so i was p- picking up the bare minimum and a lot of the time i would buy like jeremy and i were reading the same comics so i would buy like one copy of the kitchen and then leave it and then pick up another one when i came back here so when mm-hmm. i got back from la this time i went to the comic book store to buy a bunch of stuff and it was super weird just walking in and being a customer so, so wait so wait back up so now you're at the point where you guys can have like shared comic collections oh that's so sweet that's so bit. sweet I, I, I like i like buying him comics he's really nice 
Um, I, it's we'll funny. just have a whole section of the show where you guys ask me if he's treating me well and what his what his intentions are. <laughs> he better be treating. No, no, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't care. I, I don't, oh, I don't okay, care. good. Um, Thanks, Jim. Uh, Thanks. I, I was going to say I was on I was on vacation in Barbados last week, oh, and nice. while I was there, I took one photo, and it was of a it was of a business card that just said turtles on it. It said what? And that was it. Oh, and then. It just said turtles. Okay. Took a picture of that, and then I post. I posted it, and as I was posting it, I was looking at your Twitter feed, and you posted like a dozen photos from Medieval Times. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I saw those. Like, I was like, I'm in Barbados, and I posted one photo, <laughs> and you go to Medieval Times with Jeremy, and it's just like, here's another shot of some knights and us kissing, and look at us, look how cute we are. Like, We're really cute, okay? God, you are. Uh, you yeah. are. I'll give you that. He's, <laughs> medieval Times was amazing, by the way. I mean, I don't know how great Barbados was, but Medieval Times was pretty rad. A knight uh, threw me a flower. So, Aww. I don't know. Jeremy, that's yeah. quite <laughs> perturbed. Um, I've been to Medieval Times maybe four times now. I, this was my first time. So, it's pretty great. They have one in Toronto, don't they? Wow. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been to like bachelor parties there, birthdays there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Did you hang out after the show? A little bit because I got my picture with the red knight who had thrown me the flower. <laughs> Does it turn into like, because in, in Toronto, um, after the show, it kind of turns into a little bit of a nightclub scene? Really? Oh, this didn't at all. All the like knights the... had babies and they were like going home. Oh, yeah. No, these, these knights in Toronto like to party. Like you can definitely tell, like like this is their thing. Like after after the show, they knock back a few, and then they try and try and pick up using all their night abilities. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I just love that. I mean, I would love to see a knight picking up a girl at a bar. It's like, what do you do for a living? Oh, I joust. Yeah. 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 No big deal. I'm a jouster. Just, yeah. Is it a jouster? I, well, I guess it's just a knight. I don't know. I don't know the terminology that well. Well, as long as he doesn't say he's a jester, because that would be wrong. That's different. There are no jesters yeah. in medieval times. There was a cool lady that did horse tricks, uh, <laughs> so that was fun. Not like sexy horse. That, no. Uh. Um, but it was fun. I have some more questions. Okay. <laughs> Chip, uh, a person named Baron. I don't know if that's a real name. I assume it is. That was a rude thing to say. Um, who is your favorite member of the Brady Bunch? <laughs> oh, Chip's not there anymore. Do you even remember the Brady Bunch? Chip's gone. Chip Chip disappeared from the chat. Oh, did he? Oh, my God. How does this keep happening? Oh, he's still on my phone. He's not on mine. Oh, no. Chip, are you there? Chip? Chip? Yeah. Oh. Hi. There you are. He disappeared. I got booted. You back? <laughs> I, got, I got booted. I'm sorry. It's okay. We're here. It's fine. Did you say something bad? (laughs) Yeah. I'd gone, maybe it's because I'd gone five minutes without calling you mommy. Yeah, Uh, that's probably it. That's gotta be it. There's a sensor out there somewhere waiting for that. I wish that you wouldn't. (laughs) It really creeps her out. (laughs) It's awful. Do you know that he thanked his mommy when he won an Eisner? I think that's awesome. But he said mommy. Yeah. Well, I hope that you thank me when you win your Eisner. So Whoa, okay, okay. I'm gonna, <laughs> if I ever do. Yeah. Um, well, you're going to say mom, right? Yeah, I'm going to say because mom. So grown up. Mm. <laughs> Chip, somebody asked 
on my on the Patreon thing, uh, who your favorite member of the Brady Bunch is. Is this related to something you had posted, or did, are they just weird? That is related to absolutely nothing, and I have no answer because I've never seen it. Perfect. I was going to say, you can't even be old enough to remember the Brady Bunch. No, I saw, I remember seeing the movie, like when they did that yeah. kind of weird throwback movie, and I enjoyed it, but I don't remember anything except for the name Marsha. Yeah, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. But that was that was on when I was younger. So, I mean, and I'm old, so that's a long time ago. Yeah, it's all reruns. Yeah. Well, I guess there there is that out there. I don't watch that stuff, so. <laughs> Mom watches Mom watches crime. Mom watches crime. Shows. She watches crime. Oh, I'm afraid I'm a, I'm a follower of of dumb CSI shows and criminal minds and that sort of stuff. Yeah. But only because there isn't enough sci-fi on television that that I get. <laughs> yeah. Mom likes good sci-fi. It's great. Yeah. Which is, I've got to get you to read Saga. This is like, as soon as I get off the phone, I'm going to go get you some. <laughs> I feel like I've really let myself down here. <laughs> um, so there were a couple of questions uh, about Just the Tips, which is the book, the mm. companion piece to Sex Criminals mm-hmm. that mm. came out... Um, just in time for the holidays, I believe. Um, have you had a chance to read that, Mommy? Yes, I have. Oh. Actually, I read that Christmas Day. And oh. then I reread it again last night just so that I would be more familiar with it. <laughs> oh, wow. Preparing for an interview. That's nice. Boning up. Nice. Yeah. So to speak. <laughs> I gave I gave her that for Christmas, by the way. Chill. She did. Just so you know. What a good daughter. Yep. Uh, I am great. It's one of those presents that's like, here, let's never enjoy this together. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's... I'm reading it. No, I don't Christmas, understand. And I'm I'm giggling and I'm laughing away and she's like, I think I'm gonna go in the other room now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I you're obviously very cool, mommy. <laughs> and Kate, you're obviously very cool. Um yes. but, but Kate, like you're you feel shy discussing sexuality around your mother? <laughs> oh, is that what this is? <laughs> um uh, on a podcast, I think maybe mm. where people listen. <laughs> maybe oh no. Well, no. they already know. Like, that's the it's thing. True. It's true. I yeah. think. Well, I mean, I did bring it up, and I brought it up because uh, the question that was posed from Alicia was, mm. "Chip, are there any tips that you really liked that didn't make it into the book?" And Mom, what tips were your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> I really, 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 really like the one about grabbing and singing Christmas carols. That was my absolute favorite because <laughs> it was just so out there. <laughs> well, it's, it's festive too, and you got it on it Christmas is. Day, so it probably it resonated. Is. I personally was very <laughs> pleased that you put an Edward Scissorhands reference in just the tips. And I don't know if that was because of me, but I hoped. And I was very uh, excited, and I pointed at it and showed it to Jeremy. Uh, I, I, I can say, yeah, yeah, that was yes. that was for you. Yes. Um, uh, I didn't. There's nothing that didn't make the cut, um, mostly because we forgot that we had to make the book. So you would say until... that the book was uncut. <laughs> oh God! Oh, no. <laughs> That's as bad as it's going to get. Go on. Yeah. Um, yeah, like his. Yeah, it was a dumb idea for us to do the book mm-hmm. because we there's just two of us putting out a, a semi-monthly comic. Mm-hmm. So the idea of taking time off from that right. to put out 
a, a book of dirty jokes is probably not the smartest business move. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the, the deadline snuck up on us and we just like, it was like two weeks of just like all nighters and just like coming up with as many jokes as we could. So there's nothing that didn't make the cut. Like Matt and I are pretty good with the comic in terms of um, like, we know the limitations. Like we know what we can write and can't write. Mm-hmm. Like, so there's, there's rarely any kind of editing. Like a lot of people ask that about the, the comic itself as well. Like, are there any like, uh, porn titles or situations that you want to put in, but the joke, was too like risque or whatever i'm like no we're grown men we understand like mm-hmm. what works and what doesn't work in a comic right um if i was younger i may have made that mistake you know like put something in that i kind of later regret um mm-hmm. but yeah yeah we're we're old men so <laughs> yeah. I, I still think Babies. one of my favorite things that's ever been in the comic was the the iron throne of of dildos <laughs> I laughed so hard when I got to that page that my roommate came into my room to ask me if I was okay. <laughs> like it was a piercing shriek of a laugh. And I like and I so I I mean I'll I'll oh, I'll go man. back. I mean this is before the podcast this is a long time ago cuz when did when did issue 1 come out? Cuz it's not quite uh, monthly. <laughs> no, definitely not. It's a uh, September of last year. Like the year before? before? Yeah. Okay. Because I got that issue, and I remember I was really excited to read it, um, just because I liked Fraction stuff. And Chip, I didn't know you from a hole in the ground. And now look how far we've come. <laughs> but, <laughs> but... I'm the, I'm the hole in the ground take... that you know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't... I hadn't... I was not familiar with your body of work. And... Um, absolutely <laughs> familiar with this hole in the ground. I'm absolutely familiar with... <laughs> this hole in the ground and i brought it home and i was sitting on my roommate logan's bed and he was playing video game of some kind and i was reading it and he made me leave because i was <laughs> laughing so hard that it was annoying and i laugh i get this from my beautiful mother that i laugh very loudly because <laughs> yeah. we both do never ever hide your laughter i i've worked I worked in the finance industry for a great deal of my life, including in the public for some of it, where very often I was told <laughs> to calm the F down because my laughter was annoying other people. But, you know, you need to laugh. I think it's awesome. So, great. Sorry, that was quite a diversion. I, I no, 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 no. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. We can throw. Look. There, there can be some deep stuff in here. It's fine. Um, but I, I remember just being like, this is, this is like, I've never read anything like this. And I think that's what was so fun for me because it just feels so much to me like you and Fraction kind of sat down and just went, fuck it. Let's just do <laughs> the weirdest thing and just have fun. And I know there's well, so much yeah. work, obviously, that goes uh, into it than that. But it's, uh, I don't know. It's well, so great. We, I mean, I've probably mentioned to you before just the fact that uh, uh, we assumed it would be canceled after three issues. Right. <laughs> like really? when we, yeah, yeah. Like when we started, because we started, like, we started talking about it like a long time before it came out, and um, you know, it changed a lot as we were talking about it. And um, after we finished issue one and kind of sent it to the printer, I was on the phone with Matt, and he said, like, okay, so just so you know. Um, this is probably only going to last three issues and we'll have to pay for issue four out of our own pocket 
and five as well and maybe convince image to put a trade out I'm like yeah yeah i get it like there was like no doubt in our mind that it was gonna fail wow it's just like yeah unlike yeah. because because of the fact because i mean like yeah. kind of one of two things happens when you do something that there's not a lot of out there mm-hmm. um uh because you're not fitting into a, a kind of a a well-worn successful mold mm-hmm. um no one's going to buy it yeah well i think it kind of paved the way for uh, a lot or of stuff it's fresh and interesting and yeah what's that sorry I said I think it sort of paved the way for for people to have that idea of like, well, I can do this this weird thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love so much now that I can go on a, on a Wednesday and get and ask for both. Well, all three of Adventure Time, Sex Criminals, and Bitch Planet. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's it's a great triple threat, but I think it's so neat to just kind of go okay we're gonna do this thing that there's there's literally no um analytics out there for how well this is gonna do because yeah. who knows <laughs> but that's yeah, yeah, great so... you know i mean there's there's i i read i read a lot i read everything mom is there are like brutal five at scrabble plot lines in the entire world and they just get rehashed and reused and my family yeah. used to stop watching movies with me because I would go, yeah, he did it. Yeah, it was the worst. <laughs> yeah. Or they're going to do that or whatever. This was so out there and, and so enjoyable because I didn't have a clue what was coming. So I really, uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't Kate, know how it was going to. Joke. I know. <laughs> I know, and I'm going to have to live with that. Fantastic. <laughs> But it was great, you know, because because of that very reason. I didn't know where the plot line was going to go. I didn't know how the characters were going to interact. It was a totally new idea to me. So it was great. I love it. Yeah, I mean, I mean the kind of the genesis of it um, has kind of like played out the same way as it did at the beginning, which was it's a comic that Matt writes to make me laugh and that I draw to make Matt laugh. <laughs> and it really like feels that way. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a conversation we're having kind of on the page. Like I hate sending him stuff before all the jokes are on the page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like sending him just the black and white or whatever before I throw in like the colored jokes. Like I'm like, ah no, I want to surprise him with this, you know? <laughs> I want it to be a I want it to be a, a full reveal at the end. Like the weird uh, little signs in the background and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it's all st- all stuff like that is like, yeah, th- those are all for Matt. It's so great too because uh, mom, I haven't gotten you to read. Mom doesn't know Kieran and Jamie yet. Um, no, we haven't broached that. Oh, we haven't got her into the Wicked and the Divine. I don't know if you would be into it, mom. Uh, but there is an ongoing uh, comics war of uh-huh. sorts <laughs> between sex criminals and the wicked and the divine. Um, okay. and there's a, there's a whole bunch of background jokes about this other comics duo working oh, okay. for the same publisher. Uh, are also <laughs> friends and, uh, uh, I don't know about friends, but uh, yeah. Well, I can tell you that I have been mentioned in the, in the letters columns of, yeah. of both comics, yeah. <laughs> except in Kieran's, he just disses me. So that's fine. Uh-huh. That's fine. At least, Insects, criminals. What do they say that they, someone should come into my room and rearrange my belongings? And yeah, yeah that was Matt. That's great. That's Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, it's great. Um, but yeah, there's uh, there's all that kind of like background joke stuff. But I I love that. I mean, it takes me forever to get through the issues because I go so slowly and and look at all that stuff, and it's awesome. Yeah, and part of that is Matt and I both suffer from the same kind of crippling guilt over people buying our work. Um, <laughs> so we feel like we have to like pack it as full of content as possible. Um, yeah, because like whenever I'm working on a page, I'm like, oh, I don't know if this is worth people spending. 50 on and so i just kind of keep i just kind of keep going and going it's so dumb i gotta get over that but i just can't you would think that you would be that to that point by issue 10 you know and being what? time's best comic of the year like <laughs> no no there's one thing i've learned over the past year is that uh um any kind of success doesn't uh, alleviate any guilt or anxiety or anything. That is anything. absolutely true, yeah. Because now, instead of worrying about, like, not making it, you're worried about losing it. Right. I'm I'm definitely that, feeling that. Yeah. I mean, I'm obviously not at that level, but I get the same kind of just like, oh, any day, this could vanish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but the, the trick is to kind of make peace with it. Like, I was talking to my girlfriend the other day about this, like... Like if it all came crashing down tomorrow, like just all like a hundred percent of people buying the book before just stop buying it. I'm like I'm fine. <laughs> like it was it was a it was a good run. Like I can I can go back to the newspaper work there. I can get some odd jobs here and there. Like like this has been a good experience. And uh, whatever happens beyond this is just like gravy. Really. I feel that that's not really the case though because you're now doing Howard the Duck. You're writing that, yeah. and you're writing a new, another image series uh, mm-hmm. with Kagan McLeod, who is amazing. I'm so excited for this. He is the best uh, illustrator in Canada. I'm He's amazing. Sure. He's yeah. unbelievably good. And you, so yeah. you told me a little bit about it uh, ages ago um, when it was sort of, I think, first being the ideas were just coming together. But yeah. you're you're calling it Gay Saga. <laughs> yeah, that's how we're selling it. <laughs> you're selling it as Gay Saga. Yeah, I'm real good at marketing. Hey, I, I'm in the same boat. <laughs> yeah. That thing everyone loves, it's exactly like that, but it's super gay. That's how I'm selling Bravest Warriors. It's like Adventure yeah. Time, but you're allowed to be gay. Um, yeah. I so, I mean, sell, sell it to my mom a little bit. Uh, how do I sell this? Oh, my God, I'm so bad at selling stuff. I no, realize that like, great even when things. I... Even when I announced it on stage, I was just like fumbling through it. I'm like, oh, I don't know. People buy this? Maybe. Um, yeah, it's a, it's essentially just kind of like a science fiction Wizard of Oz style story on an alien planet. Um, kind of like the island of Dr. Moreau mm-hmm. meets like He-Man. Like all the action <laughs> figures I played with as a kid. <laughs> like whenever you, play right. with toys, okay. whenever you play with toys as a kid, like you would always kind of cross them over. Yeah. Like like Barbies could play with G.I. Joes and play with your yeah. He-Man figures with your Cabbage Patch dolls. And so <laughs> the idea is that things. it's an entire... Oh, yeah. <laughs> they I must have always been t- the monsters. That's all I can say. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Not Cabbage Patch kids? <laughs> Mom was Never. really into Godzilla. We had a lot Never. of Godzilla figures. <laughs> oh, Never okay, Cabbage yeah. Patch dolls. Um, but yeah, when you like when you play with them all as, a, as kids, like I, I've, I've now kind of pictured it as a planet where all of those various characters and types of toys have little countries on this planet. And so it's a Wizard of Oz story that takes place across the planet. And, uh, awesome. and 
the main character is a young gay Indian man just looking for love and adventure and yeah yeah it's gonna be fun yeah, it's mostly great. an excuse to do uh, ludicrous jokes <laughs> good listen everything <laughs> yeah because the uh, the artists on it we used to share a studio with a bunch of other guys and we would pass around a studio sketchbook and just kind of one up each other mm. like telling a story like making mm. it as ludicrous and funny as possible and he was by far the funniest and mm-hmm. the best artist and so this is me just going hey we should just do that and try and sell it to people too <laughs> it's well, just such great. a good method of doing things I think yeah I, th- I think so yeah and then I kind of have the same outlook that Matt and I had on sex criminals which is you know we'll We'll have three or four issues, and then we'll just wrap it up. I don't think that you can think that way anymore, though. I always think that way. <sighs> I guess it's safer. I don't know. I mean, I, I know that I, I would feel is, that way. My girlfriend. You know, my assumption is that my girlfriend of ten years is going to leave at any moment. She's just <laughs> going to walk out the door. <laughs> but then my mom finally gets a shot. So. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why I'm always thinking this. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's why her name is Susie, right? Yeah, oh, exactly. In the book, because exactly. my mom's name is Sue as well. It's so. like I yeah. knew. Yeah, yeah. you this knew in advance. Yeah, fate. Total fate. <laughs> Total something. <laughs> yeah. Just, just because my girlfriend doesn't even read sex criminals. Oh no. Oh, not her thing. Well, you know, I guess that's all right. Yeah, no, it's totally fine. But I'm just saying, like. Maybe I should. Uh, maybe Ooh. I should get the hell out of here. <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy doesn't really uh, feel no, like Brevis Warriors or Fraggle Rock, it's... so I don't. I mean, and like, you're you're cool with that? He, I mean, he. Re- I think like he reads everything because he's awesome, yeah, uh, and sweet. But I think it's definitely like Edward Scissorhands is more. There's more, yeah, you know, yeah. meat to Makes it. Yeah. <laughs> Bravest Warriors is just like I just do whatever the hell I want and yeah. it's really weird and I was saying um, I saw someone online the other day trying to connect like all these different plot points from the comic to the TV show to try and like unearth all these truths really? and I was just like this is I just make it up I I don't know it, the show doesn't make any sense Yeah, I think that's how the Book of Mormon came to be too so there you go <laughs> Yeah. Like, not the musical, but the actual book of mine. The actual book itself. It's just somebody out there with a bunch of stuff they wanted to say. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's how most things happen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's really different. I don't know. Um, so, I think that's the extent of the question. A lot of people just wanted, uh, on, on this little interview thing, wanted to tell you, Mom, that you're that you're really cool. <laughs> so bizarre. It is so bizarre. I I went to buy gas last week. Yeah. And this young woman in the sidecar of a, a motorcycle, which was just awesome because it was the dead of winter and it was one nice sunny day and they had the bike out in the sidecar and everything. Anyway, she's like, oh, you're Kate's mom. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I keep, I mean, this hasn't really happened to Jeremy yet, but I keep telling him, like, this will happen to you because you you will be somewhere and someone will just be like, you're Kate's boyfriend, and then ask yeah. you something really weird. Yeah. Um, because, you know, a couple of years ago, a guy I was dating that, that would happen to him, and this, obviously, I more people are aware of my existence now than then. So he's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with it. 
because he is, of course, very cool. Oh, but sorry. I can't even. Uh, I don't even know what I would. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah, like uh, my my girlfriend, she's like has limited exposure on social media. Oh, you've and... yeah, you've kept her very well protected from the weirdos. Yeah, yeah, because I, I recognize she broke up with me on Facebook years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, like you know, she didn't break up with me, but she was just like, I don't know, I posted some dirty joke, as I am wont to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and uh, she had a job. She was like an editor-in-chief of a magazine, and she, she broke up with me on Facebook. And she was like, yeah, I, I can't have people linking you to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's reasonable. So I'm like, no, that's totally fair. That's totally fair. So she's um, ashamed yeah, she of you. What's that? So, so she's ashamed of you. She's ashamed of me. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. And I totally get that because I'm also ashamed of me. Well, no, I don't know because, I mean, it, Facebook is, is like, I don't know. Facebook is out there. Everybody's on Facebook. It's like, yeah. I don't. And we get emails at the financial institution for which I work uh, probably once a month at least reminding us that our presence on social media can yeah. and may be monitored by our our employer and that we are not allowed to say certain things or do certain things which is is i find i mean this is the whole free speech thing right like yeah but so i immediately took my uh employment information off (laughs) yeah Yeah. well anytime i refer to you online it's just mom like or mommy or mom Someone's yeah. going to be able to make a super cut of just every time in this episode you said that and I just went, ugh. <laughs> Shriveled up into my own body. It's just a really good thing they can't see your face. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially when you were going on about how wonderful I am earlier. It's a, it's a good thing they can't see my face when I say the word mommy. <laughs> You're probably gagging just as well. <laughs> yeah, it's a different type. Oh, God. I hate- Why did okay. I do this? What's wrong, Kate? <laughs> Nothing. This was your idea. I'm sorry. <laughs> I flew too close to the sun. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> so, um, I'm glad there's a lot of uh, questions and people just saying how how cool how cool Kate's mommy is, and no well, one said anything about me. Everyone no one thinks said, I'm you're cool. cool, Chip. You know that no said, you're oh. you're the internet's. Favorite swarthy Lothario. Um, so <laughs> Lothario, ew. Swarthario, if you will. Um, I didn't know there weren't. Uh, there were a couple questions. Uh, somebody asked you about how you felt about the Super Bowl halftime show, but I will suspect that neither of you watched it. Nope. You are correct. Okay, that's what I figured. Sportsing things. Uh, somebody, a guy named James, whose icon is a dog, so I assume that he is, in fact, a dog that has learned to use a computer, um, if you prefer cats or dogs, which is not related to comics, but... Rabbits. I was just thinking this today. <laughs> oh, you were just thinking about it today? Um, that I like both cats and dogs equally I, I was. I was actually going for a walk. I was like, I like cats and dogs equally. And that was my big thought for the day. And then I started thinking about bisexuality. And I, was, well, I wondered if that plays into it at all. Like, if Possibly. my feelings towards women and men, like... I feel ambiguous uh, about cats equates and, to... and dogs. I like them both. I like my cat. I would have a dog. I don't know. Sort of my approach to life in general. They're good. Mm. <laughs> I like rabbits. My mom has a rabbit. It's very cute. 
So I end every episode asking people what their favorite comics are that they're reading right now. And Chip, I know you're a little bit behind. And Mom, I know that you are reading little bits here and there. But uh, do either of you have things that you would like to recommend to our fair readers or each other? Hmm. Hmm. Well, I'm really in. I really like. I love the look of the Black Sad comic. I love it. But then I'm a really into into noir stuff. So. I would have to say that other than anything my daughter has written, drawn, thought about, or, you know, dreamed of, that that's probably yeah. my favorite right now. Sorry, Chip. Oh, mom. No, no, I get it. I get it. Uh, that's fine, because I was going to recommend Sex Criminals. <laughs> um, I'm really into it. It's a Stop. fun story. Relatable characters. Um, the art's so-so, but once you get past that, it's uh, a read. <laughs> I really enjoy um, it. I really enjoy it. Well, that's oh, good. Thanks. I'm glad. Uh, I yeah, I did like a big shopping trip to the comic store, and uh, so I've just kind of started a few books. Um, I finally picked up Lock and Key. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just because everyone talks about it, and uh, I've, I've gone through the first couple of uh, issues, and it's really good. It's People amazing. Are right. It's one of the best comics out there. It's how I got into making comics. Oh, it was uh, the first yeah. comic I was printed in. Really. Yep. Yeah, the back of Lock and Key was my first printed comic. I have one. It's true. She does. They're super limited edition now. Ooh. Mm-hmm. But that's so great. Yeah, it, it's a really, really, really good series. I love it. Um, and yeah. beautiful. Gabriel Rodriguez is mm. like a beast. I don't understand how he draws. <laughs> He's so good. Yeah, yeah. It looks pretty fantastic. Mm. Um, yeah, besides that, I've been getting some like advanced PDFs of books mm-hmm. so I can I can firmly say that uh, the criminal oversized magazine by Ed and Sean is super good yeah super you good you should read those too mom because they're the same hey. team that make Fatal oh yum yeah yeah I do like crime like they're they, mm. they're re- reissuing all the uh, criminal books mm-hmm. oh awesome the last one yeah. is my favorite because it's based on Archie comics so it's, <laughs> yes it's basically what if so good how is it again because it was like one of the first books that i read when i started working at the comic book store or i was like a year into working there but it's like a retelling of riverdale as if it were a murder mystery oh, and cool. like you know the jughead character is a junkie and um <laughs> it's like if, it's, as, it's as if archie wanted to murder veronica for her money and and run yes. away with betty and that's like yes so they all have there different names big and everything. windows with rain outside yeah <laughs> It's great. It's really, really great. But they're all really good. I mean, each book is like a self-contained noir story. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you're big into crime stuff, you'll, you'll yeah. love them. Yeah. Yeah, they're and yeah, really good. Same writer-artist team as as Fatal and The Fade Out, which is the new one that's not collected yet. Yeah. But that one's like an old Hollywood noir, so I think you'd like that too, Mom. Mm-hmm. You love that stuff. Yeah. I do. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> I, I can tell you all of the times that Archie varied from the norm, uh, but I won't do that because I've done it almost every episode of this podcast. <laughs> I have a lot of feelings about Archie. Com- I don't, I don't know how you get into writing Archie comics, but it's like all I want to do. Um, just contact them. Oh, I don't know. I keep telling you, you this. Do that? If you just you want something, you just contact. I know, people. but I can't. I'm so scared. Like your 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 methodology. I, I see your methodology of getting comics work, which is to say on Twitter that you want to do it. Yeah, and then they ask me to do it. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes the people aren't sometimes there. Sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because that's how I got like into Ar- doing it. it. Was so accidentally that the idea of 
going through the regular process of actually applying for things and and that's so terrifying it's not like you have to fill out paperwork to talk to people chip you'll be very proud of me i pitched my first original comic the other day that's great i did it i did it i found an artist and i put together a pitch and i sent it to a publisher so we will see what happens but i did it you say i know i'm not gonna say all right chip in it Chip's not in it. Chip's Am not in involved. Uh, I'm, I haven't been involved yeah. in Chip's comic yet, so he has to make the first move. <laughs> I've oh, been oh in yeah, Chip's no, comic. sorry. I, I, I almost, I almost forgot. Um, I was just talking to Matt before this, Ooh. and this is this is the official announcement <gasps> of you as a cover artist for Sex Criminals. Yes! Um, Yay! Finally, we're starting to we're starting to put together the uh, the the team. We're doing um, for the next five issues. We're doing triple X variants mm. for each one. Which will be polybagged and like pink polybag. So, so I get no to get watch. really filthy with it? As <laughs> filthy as you possibly can. Oh my god. I may not uh, frame that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give but, you uh, a little yeah, black electrical tape that you can cover I'll all the dirty bits. I may bits. not frame it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the kind of thing like we're not even going to solicit the cover artwork. Like <laughs> if people want to see what's on the cover, they have to buy the comic. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, so, so excited. Yeah. You're, you're one of the five. Oh. <sighs> I'm so excited. Yay. Hooray. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that is great. That is so exciting. Yeah. I was um, going to say about Archie. I can say this about Archie right now. <laughs> uh-huh. I've, talked to, I've talked to the people at Archie. They're just regular people. Like hmm. the president of Archie is like a guy who was like a graphic designer or something there. Well, like I know Dan Parent. Um, yeah. Like we're friends, but I don't know how to be like, uh let me write Josie and the Pussycats and make them all gay, please. <laughs> yeah, all I mean, I, do. I just want them to be a riot girl band. I'll give you the contact info. Okay. Like everything scares so, me, Chip. Oh my god, that's but, what this whole thing's been about? No, <laughs> that's not what this is about. Oh, now I look terrible. I could have emailed him. For I this. am just kidding you, really. Look, it's it's. If there's one thing, like, if there's one thing I realize over the years especially having worked at the newspaper because at the newspaper uh the one thing everyone has to get over is the idea of contacting people yeah it's Mm -hmm. really terrifying because because you can't write a story without doing that yeah like you have to be able to pick up the phone and even be like confrontational with people and so i think that's helped me a lot in comics because whenever i want to do something i just ask somebody yeah like Mm. i and and i i recognize everyone is just being like just regular joes they're all fucking nerds well i've done that i mean i've done that for a thing in marvel like there's this a thing that i keep being like hey still want to do this and they keep being like yeah 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 yeah, no 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 for sure eventually um so i just every like two months i'll email and be like just a reminder if you hire anyone else to write this property i will burn down your offices because no one (laughs) would be better at this than me um, okay, well, you should stop threatening our. I don't. No, that's like the undertone. That's like the sub. Yeah. The sub email that they can't yeah. read, but it's there. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. The thing is, like, yeah. once you actually have like enough kind of uh, fishing lines cast out there, you don't mm-hmm. care when one doesn't bite. That's fair. Because someone else is going to like. Like, I always have like like six projects that are just like floating out there. Mm. And half the time I forget about them until someone gets back to me and goes, hey, yeah, we're interested. I'm like, oh, okay, sure. Cool. Like, um, even with the Howard the Duck thing, like I... (laughs) Mom's really excited for that. I can tell. (laughs) I can't wait. (laughs) It even sounds weird. It sounds weird to me when I say it. 
but like I, I at no point was I emotionally invested in the idea of getting that job. Like I didn't right. even really think that I was doing it until they announced it, <laughs> and I'd already actually written a script. Like it was just mm-hmm. kind of like this fun back and forth. Like yeah, I'll come up with some ideas. Yeah, this sounds fun. That's a good artist. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and there's no point where I was just like, like overwhelmed by the idea of it because it was just another job well guys i'm gonna start to wrap it up if that makes sense right talked for ages oh it totally makes sense totally makes sense i get it um we we move towards the end because i have i have i've talked to both of you for i wish this was forever honestly (laughs) i wish this was my whole life (laughs) Just you well, well, you'll have to come to Halifax, Chip, and we'll go to the Foggy Goggle and drink Kate Lefts. That's true. Yes. <laughs> there is a drink named after me at the bar. Yes, yes, absolutely. And yak our brains. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm supposed to do something with Strange Adventures. I was supposed to do something over oh, the summer. Hey. but You got to come up. You got to try and come yeah. here when I'm not in Los Angeles. Which yeah. Which is like never, but sometimes. I'm, I'm here right now. Yeah. But even when, mom, when are you going back? Uh, I go back in a week and a half. <laughs> How many hours? <laughs> two two weeks, I guess. Two weeks. It's in two Tuesdays. Yeah. So yeah, then I go back. It'll be fun. We get to go to Texas before you can kiss you, kiss you, Jeremy, yeah. kiss you, J Lamb on your lips. Okay, it's fine. He's nice. He's really nice. He likes your comic a lot, Chip. Aww, <laughs> he's so nice. He seems like a sweet dude. He is the best dude. He's very attractive. That that he is. <sighs> he is very handsome. He is like a he's Disney yeah. prince. Bye. That is goth yeah. on the inside. The most goth. He's so <laughs> goth. He listens to death metal and has like a horror book shrine in his house. And like, I just dress black, but I listen to Taylor Swift all the time. So we really balance <laughs> each other out. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. Yeah. Um. So Chip, are is there anything that we should know that you're doing other than those things? Are you are you going to any shows in the upcoming months, or are you just mm-hmm. working? Uh, I'm just working until C2E2, which is, I think, in April. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like I also have like a London and Dublin trip, kind of getting lined up right now. Are you going to? Are you going in September? No, no, it, it's it's oh, going to happen okay. sometime in April, I think. Damn. Um, just for some comic shops. That's cool, though. And, That's very exciting. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like we're just. I just started drawing issue eleven. Oh wow! Wow. Wow. So I'm kind of like hunkered down just doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm really sad that you're not going to be at Emerald City. Hunkered down. Really hunkered down. Um, I'm sorry, so where? Do you, have they had an announcement date for Cap Tower number one yet? Yeah, it's coming out, I believe, April 20th. Cool. It's the date. And it's yeah, the art is Mom's amazing. Aw. Mom's birthday is the 6th of April. It's exciting. Make sure that's um yep. that's my that's my girlfriend's birthday. Really? <laughs> yeah. Written in the stars. <laughs> I told you. Um, wow. So that's crazy. I'll do my I'll do my my wrap up bit. Chip, um, mom, you don't really have social media, so I will I will spare no, you from not? this bit because she has what a real you? job. <laughs> I don't have a Twitter Twitter account, but I have a Tumblr account. That's true. I think you need to get on Twitter. Oh, I don't have time for Twitter. Don't go on Twitter. Please, God, don't join Twitter. I really think, 
Yeah. Exactly. Hey, Parents don't. have to give their children some space. Thank you. Really. Thank you. I'll, <laughs> I'll start the account up. I'll maintain it. No, we follow each other on Tumblr, and that's fine, but we're not Facebook when, friends, and we don't follow each other like, on Twitter. Whenever you want the right tweet, Facebook. I'll give you the password to your account, and yeah. I'll fill in the rest. I have a secret <laughs> Facebook account so that uh, so that weirdos... The only randos, like the only weird randos that ever add me on Facebook are through Chip's account. I swear to God, every time I get some weirdo, it's, it's always, you have one mutual friend, Chip Starsky. It's so I have to friend Chip on Facebook to get to you no, on Facebook. No, we can't. This <laughs> oh, I've talked myself into a hole. Chip, uh, if people want to find you on Twitter, you are at Zdarsky. Yeah, uh, um, where I'm on Tumblr, Zadarsky. Zadarsky. Yeah, I'm everywhere as Zadarsky. It's a good thing about having a weird sounding fake name. Completely real last name. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Well, I guess that's kind of it. Uh, do I? Do either of you have any parting thoughts or wishes or proclamations to make before uh, I let you uh, venture softly into the night? Uh, Kate, I love you. Uh, love you as well. Kate's Kate's mommy. I love you. <laughs> Um, I look forward to uh, downing a Kate Leff in Halifax. Oh, God. Yeah, that should be a really interesting evening. (laughs) Yeah, I think I'll have a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited for you to visit. It's booked. All right, perfect. All right. All right, I'll put the call to Strange Adventures. I'll get out there. Please do it. Just get here. Come on. It's going to be great. You're not that far away. (laughs) Come on. It's true. It's true. You have quite a fan base here of people that I've sold your comic to, <laughs> that Sweet. I have forced it on. <laughs> I should really be hoping that like your comics career just like crashes, so you end up going back to that shop and selling my stuff. I was really good at that, right? I'm really yeah. good at selling other people's comics. Yeah. Um, all right, everybody. Well, I hope that you both have a wonderful and magical evening. Thank you, Mom, so much for uh, putting up with this weirdness, and Chip for uh, doing the same. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I will talk to you both very soon. I'm sure. Alrighty. Good night. Love you. Good night. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I know that you want to the pages inside my heart. Well, that's our show, and wasn't it a show? <laughs> We miss you so much, and we're so far behind, on top of it, that we're recording another episode in literally days. When it gets to you, eh, we'll see. Uh, we're going to be talking to Ryan North and Erica Henderson, the dream team behind the unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Like I told you, I'm telling you again. But in the meantime, you can rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you like the show and want to make sure that Mom and Chip stay proud of me, consider donating on villagesoundcast.com or through our Patreon at patreon.com slash lessthanlive. If you've got any questions or want more, you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter at LTLcast, and you can get the show notes after the show at lessthanlivecast.tumblr.com. Remember, you can submit to our selfie contest at lessthanlivewithcaterdie at gmail.com or on Twitter at LTLcast, although in the email it's a little more official and you're less likely to get lost. And you're running out of time, so get on it. Take your pictures, dress up, impress me. Keep your head up and stay warm, everybody. I'll miss you.
Amnesia Forgetful Face. This was a Village Soundcast Network original production. Wait, can I just tell you that? Oh, Mom, you're talking through a tube right now. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't. I. I honestly, you sound like you were talking into a go-gurt tube right now. I'm sorry. So I don't know what happened. There we go. <laughs>